Hello and welcome to the Pivot Podcast. The Pivot Podcast. Where we go episode by episode and talk all about the show Friends, the 90s, and everything in between. I'm Natalie. And I'm Tiana. Now let's pivot. Welcome back, everybody, to the Pivot Podcast. The Pivot Podcast, another mini-sode coming at you. Whoop, whoop. The amuse-bouche of episodes, if you will. If you will. So this episode, or mini-sode, is really fun. I'm so excited about it. I know. I uh, had fun, like, prepping for it. Yes. Okay, so this one, we're talking pop culture um, of the 90s, but specifically, I wanted to really hyper-focus on 1995 when the oh. season ended. So I did my best. Um, we also gave each other a bit of an assignment. Yes, we got movie assignments. Yes. So obviously throughout the episodes, you guys know that I have seen mostly everything, but we did find a movie that I had not seen. The Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. So Tiana told me to watch that and I did. Which is one of my favorite movies. We'll get into it. I can't even, I can't even start talking about it because I, okay. I won't stop. Okay. <laughs> and then I gave Tiana... Flashdance. Yes. So not a 90s movie. It's an 80s movie. But oh, I love that movie. But just in Natalie's opinion, must see movie. Must see. So I can't wait to hear what you thought of that. I have thoughts. So um, we also wanted to do something fun and do something we're calling the six degrees of Kevin Bacon. And how can you relate your movie back to friends? Like what little steps can you take? Oh my God. I'm so stupid. What did you do? I related it back to Kevin Bacon, <laughs> not friends. <laughs> well, I technically can relate it back to friends. Okay. Okay. But it's a loose, it's loose. It's we'll take it. I love that you actually did it. I actually Kevin did it to Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. Because <laughs> play on words, six degrees of separation. It, it's a, um, oh, it's Basically, a, everybody in Hollywood is in some way related back to Kevin Bacon. Yes. By movies that they've been in, right? Yeah, and they also refer to this in Will and Grace. Like, there's like a whole joke about the six degrees of Kevin Bacon and with Jack and like Kevin Bacon ends up like guest starring for a little while. It's, it's really, really funny. Okay. But yeah, that was... <laughs> Okay, well, I can do mine to friends and Kevin Bacon. Okay, you are the overachiever because I didn't do Kevin Bacon. I'm the I'm the ultimate underachiever that didn't prep, came at the last minute, and then figured out some random shit. I love it. But let's start with some of the pop culture stuff. So back in 1995, um, Hillary Clinton was the first lady. Mm -hmm. um, cell phones were only used for calls at that time. No texting existed. And Kate Moss and Johnny Depp were still together. Oh, shit. Doesn't that put you in a weird headspace? Yeah. After Amber Heard and everything. Oh, God. Did you follow along the trial of that? Partially. It was a shit show. She was very triggering for me. Like, her, like yeah. oh, she's a gaslighter to the nth degree. Mm -hmm. Now, I was not in the inner workings of their relationship. Could there have been things that he did incorrectly? I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But I think they both were pieces of shit. Wow. Was that like terrible? So anyways, I'm going to take us back to the days of Kate Moss and Johnny Depp. And that kind of gives me joy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that year, Coolio's Gangster's Paradise was the top song of the year. I think I know how that song goes. Yeah. It's the, oh God, I'm, I'm not even going to try and sing it. 
Don't try to, don't nope. try. Mm-mm, not going to go there, but um, we'll play it for each other later. <laughs> okay. And then specifically in May, 1995, we were actually in the middle of the OJ Simpson trial. Oh, we were? Yes. And what's so interesting is like, obviously it's a very, very famous trial and I did not realize how long it lasted. It was 11 months long. Holy shit. 11 months for the OJ trial. Yes. It started in November of 94 and the final verdict came down in October 3rd of 95. So like in the middle of all of this, we're going through this very public, very televised trial, like so wild, so wild. I I can't even imagine, like I would be probably like, I don't know, back in those days, I don't know if I would be annoyed and be like, oh, I just don't want to watch any more of this to like being glued to your television of like what got said this day or Mm -hmm. whatever. So anyway, another, this is kind of more of a little bit of a dark one. I mean, that's kind of like how we were with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. We're all glued to our, to our TVs for like what's happening. That's true. Do you remember the, um, oh my gosh, what was her name? I'm going to, I'm going to butcher her name, but it was a really famous murder trial where she tried. Casey Anthony? No, that one too, but um, she murdered her boyfriend. Oh, her name also starts with an A. One of her names starts with an A. I'm going to, I'm going to try and remember this one, but she murdered her boyfriend. She said she wasn't there. She said she was on a road trip or something and they had like all this DNA evidence. And then she tried to claim that somebody else came in and killed him in front of her. And she like blacked out. It was, it was really weird. This I don't remember. That one was a very highly televised trial. Mm-hmm. And I remember they had two different expert witnesses about um, a- about like her state of mind. It was really interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to Google that one. What's the one with the Italy where she Oh, Amanda Knox. Amanda Knox. That one was wild too. Yeah. Um, okay, so this this was nineteen ninety five was the year the OJ trial ended. Yeah. Ended? October. Yes. It ended in October. So in May, 1995, we're still in the like very like middle of it. Like it's still really going Mm -hmm. on. So that's kind of interesting. Also, sadly, uh, March of 1995 was when Selena died. Oh, I loved Selena. Did you ever see the Selena movie? Oh, with JLo. Yeah. God, she's so good. That was good. So good. Tragic. I know. But it was a guy that just like was obsessed with her and he assassinated her on stage, right? It was her former manager. Oh, that's right. What a psycho. Yes. And she was only 23. I know. Could you imagine where she could have gone? Oh, I know. Oh, I loved her. So sad. So on the lighter side of things, <laughs> um, in 1995, Match.com debuted. Really? <laughs> was the only type of online dating there was. Match.com. The OG. The OG. Can you imagine like now, like how different things are? Like you can't not date online. No, I don't think you're actually going to find us a, a, a person not dating online. I mean, we're in very committed relationships for a very long time, but yeah. like either what you go out to a bar and meet a complete loser or... I think your chances are much better online these days. Right? Or I don't even know if you like meet people through people. It's just, it's so archaic anymore to not do it online. Yeah. So super wild. They were the OG, man. Um, And then in April of 1995, I don't know if you remember this or not. Drew Barrymore was on David Letterman. And she was like, she. this is when she wore daisies in her hair a lot. And she huh. got up on his desk and did a very like seductive dance and then flashed him. 
Yeah. That probably made Dave Letterman's life. Pretty sure. She said that they have a very silly relationship from that. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, hot take. I actually don't think that David Letterman is that funny. You know what? I actually get on board with that. He actually really annoys me. He kind of creeps me out. Thank and you. I think he's a jackass. Thank you. Like he does it in like this way of like, oh, I'm being funny. But you're like, no, you're actually kind of just being a dick. You're being a degrading dick. Right? Yeah. Not a David Letterman fan. He's not special. Jay Leno all the way. I think Jay Leno's funny mm-hmm. than David Letterman. For Agreed. sure. Agreed. And then the last one I got for you, and this is like a total, like this hits me right in my soul. Mm-hmm. The Starbucks Frappuccino was released in 1995. The Frappuccino? Yes. Didn't a barista make the Frappuccino? Like, like they came up with the concept for the Frappuccino. It wasn't <gasps> like a, it was, I th- I'm pretty sure it was a Starbucks employee that came up with the Frappuccino and not like the corporate powers that be. I could see that. That's really interesting. I love a Frappuccino. I used to drink those all the time in high school before I realized they're like giant sugar bombs. Right. Caramel Frappuccino mm. all day. I like the caramel Frappuccino. I like just a regular, car- regular Frappuccino. Like the, the ones that were just like made with like white chocolate syrup and milk. Yes. Oh my God. Cookies and cream Frappuccino. Like that was yeah. like our. Oh, the mint chocolate chip Frappuccino. Ugh. I loved a mint chocolate chip. Ugh, no, no, can't, can't do mint and chocolate except it, unless it was a uh, thin mint, which you can't Ew. eat anymore. <laughs> I hate thin mints. What? I think they're disgusting. But you can eat a mint, mint and chocolate, chocolate frappuccino. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mint, mint, mint chocolate chip ice cream. I'll do mint chocolate frappuccino. I'll do, but like mint thins, absolutely not. Oh my god, no! I ugh, that's so funny. <laughs> that like that's where we draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Frappuccinos, man, they came out and they have been going strong ever since. I used to like, oh, I'm not going to get whipped cream and make it skinny. Like that makes it any better. <laughs> I know, right? You're just like, I'm so skinny. I don't get whipped cream on my Frappuccino. Like it's fine. <laughs> this is my very complicated Starbucks order when I'm 16 years old. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now let's dive into our movie watches. Do okay. you want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll go first. I just finished watching mine today. I am the ultimate underachiever today. Flying in hot. No, it's okay because it's very fresh. Yes. Do you want me to go second because it's fresh? Or sh- I'll, I'll go first. Yeah, go it's first. It's fresh. Okay. Yeah. So I watched Flashdance. Yeah. And I think the best part about this movie is the music. Oh, yeah. I have one massive problem with okay. the movie. Okay. And that is the main guy nick hurley uh the actor michael nori i like i have a huge problem with this with this man (laughs) he's not my favorite (laughs) one he is fucking old yes okay yes jennifer i I did some googling of course because you know it wouldn't be me without googling shit so jennifer beals who plays alex owens she was 18 when she filmed this (gasps) oh he is he was 37 Ew. He is now, she's 59 now. He is now 77. Ew. Gross. And I was just, the whole time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, this man is too old. And then I'm Googling and I'm like confirming these thoughts. I'm like, this man is too old. This, like, And then I'm on Google seeing these gray haired pictures of him and looking at him. I think I would have had a better chance had I not like, had I watched this way back, like when you did, cause now I've oh. seen him and like, I've seen him in other stuff and I'm like, this man is old. And then you've got Jennifer Beals 
who's a beautiful woman. Oh yeah. And like, she's been in like, like recently she was in the book of Boba Fett. Like she's done like really up to date stuff and has continued to do cool things. And like, I just can't with their relationship. Well, I always thought like, no, she could do better than him, but not, I didn't know it was like 20 years difference. Like that's gross. Yes. But also I think that's maybe like the eighties. Like it's a very sexual movie. Oh yeah. Which is funny. Cause like, if you look at movies today, like let's take a Michael Bay movie, which people are like, Oh, they're sexualizing women. It's like, that is nothing compared to what they used to do in the eighties. Oh, absolutely not. Tits and ass are out all the time. Mm-hmm. And granted the dancing in this was also very good. I really liked that. I just had a problem with the relationship. And then some of the other characters were just kind of like cringy. Oh, they're so it's like they're dumb like there there's no really good side character how did she become a welder how how did she become a welder what is the dance like i get it she's self-taught she's a great dancer but how does she become a welder and also i think it's lame that this guy didn't wreck it you've got the boss at work hitting on the employee it's like very complicated <laughs> it's very complicated but i mean was it a good movie yeah it's good oh do I like it like you do? Probably not. Probably not. But it's like the 80s, I feel like, are those movies where they don't give you enough backstory. You're just supposed yes. to take it. Yeah. But now so much of our like entertainment stuff has to come with like emotional complication character and backstory. Arcs. Right. Because <laughs> you that's need a character arc. That's kind of actually like real life, you know? Like we're very yeah. complicated humans. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's really funny. On the believability factor, it's like, yeah, right. I did think the setting was cool. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Steel Town, like that that all was cool. The dog. What about the scene where she like pulls the water down and is like at the beginning, right? Yes. That's probably honestly the best part of the movie. Right. Is the first like five minutes. That one and then where she auditions at the end. I hated Natalie, I hated the scene where she's dancing and it's like the TV and she's got the white face on and oh. like the I hated that. The strobe lights, it kind of gives like, you like- what is this? You're like, if I have epilepsy, I can't watch this I, I was sort like, of thing. Gonna, good thing I'm sitting down. Like, I did not understand that. I don't, I, yeah. I mean, maybe someone that's more into like the art scene could explain to me the artistic value of it. But yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that so scene either. Silly. And I have this problem with Top Gun. I had not seen the original Top Gun until very recently when <gasps> we went to saw the new see the new Top Gun. Wow. But- the movies just kept playing the same song over and over again. And you're like, oh, yeah. can we get a new song, please? Like the movie, the song in the beginning, like it's the same. Yeah. It's because it, they granted, pay, it's very good. They pay so much for that song because it's the song of the movie. Yeah. So they're going to use it over and over. But okay. So it's really funny. You're going to hate me so much for saying this, but the six degrees of Kevin Bacon that you have, I can actually do that for flash dance. What in like fucking one? Yeah. Okay, wait. Let me so, finish. Let me finish my thoughts though. Okay, sorry. So Jennifer Beals, did you know she's biracial? No. Yeah. Her dad <sighs> died when he was nine, but she is. Um, he, when she was nine. When sorry, when <laughs> she was nine, her dad died. So I think her mom's like white Catholic, and then her dad is um, African American. Oh wow. Yeah, and so she's a big champion for like bringing diversity in, and like I saw this interview that she has gotten like hate letters from like the KKK and stuff whoa yeah holy cow but i mean she's white passing let's yeah. call it like it is she's yeah. white passing but she is biracial 
Oh, that's interesting. So that that's adds cool. a whole new dynamic to the love of this movie for me. I know. Isn't that cool? That's so um, cool. Last thought. I was getting the guy that plays Nick, Michael Nori, mixed up. I was like, oh, I hate this actor. But I was getting him mixed up with the other actor, Alfred Molina. Oh, who's that? Have you ever seen the Da Vinci Code? Yes. He's the guy, the like evil priest guy. He, and it's because they both have like very significant noses and eyebrows. Oh Alfred Molina. And I was like, ew, I don't like this guy. And then I actually Googled the Da Vinci Code and I was like, oh, it's a different <gasps> guy. Yes. Okay. He's They're also like doppelgangers. Spider-Man 2. He's yes. like the yes. one of the uh, evil, the villains. Yeah. Okay. And so I was like, this guy, really? And then it wasn't him. <laughs> but then still, Michael Nori is like too old to be crushing on this 18 year old girl. Did you know she took a break from Yale to film this movie? Shut up. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. The more I hear now, I'm like, the more I love Jennifer Beals. <laughs> she's she's awesome. I, I have a girl crush on her for sure. She was in Book of Boba Fett. She played Garza Whip. And if you look up um, Google images, like she's beautiful. She's really hot <sighs> as Garza Whip. Okay. I'm going to have to look her up now. I'm super excited. Okay. So that that is my, um, that's your take. That's my take. Love it. I can't. I think that's all. Okay. Now let's do your six degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> okay. So six, actual degrees of Kevin Bacon. So Jennifer Beals is in Book of Boba Fett, who has Pedro Pascal in it. Okay. Pedro Pascal was in The Unbearable Weight of a Massive Talent with Nicolas Cage. Isn't he also in, is that the guy in Game of Thrones? He's in Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. So Nicolas Cage was in A Few Good Men with mm -hmm. Demi Moore. And this was my Kevin Bacon thing. Kevin Bacon's also in A Few Good Men. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So um, that's your overachiever. That's my overachiever. Credit. Yeah. But if you want to go to f the Friends route, Demi Moore is married to Bruce Willis, who was in Friends. Boom. Yay. You I just it. got that last part immediately. I love it. You did it. Okay. But tell me, please tell me how there's one degree separation from don't this don't be mad okay so there's a whole scene between alex and the executive guy who matthew matthew michael michael nori michael who, nori who he plays where she's sitting there talking to him and she's taking off her bra right and she like slips it through her did i miss this shirt oh my gosh is this the wrong movie that i'm thinking i now? don't think this is the right movie natalie okay Hang on. Hang on one second. Maybe it is Flashdance and I just missed it. I was doing, I was making breakfast. Okay. Because Rachel does the whole thing, right? With the bra and the. I swear to you that it was Flashdance, but now I'm like, um, oh my gosh. The, the stuff that I just Googled you guys that came up is stupid. <laughs> We're not going to, it is Flashdance. Okay. It is. Did yes. I just miss this? You might have. I don't know. Um, so there's a whole scene where that happens. And in Friends, and I can't remember what season it is, there's a discussion going on. It's like the very first uh, like opening scene where everybody kind of comes together, you know? And mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you know what? Is it when they're talking about like comparing how men and women like are better or worse than each other? Yeah. Multiple and he's orgasms. Like, the bra comes... Straight out. Okay, I'm going to research this because I'm just like talking in circles now and you guys are probably really annoyed with me. But anyways, Ross talks about like how the bra just comes through the sleeve mm -hmm. and he's refer referencing Flashdance. 
But like, I don't think that's a connection to, you have to relate it people wise. It can't be like thoughts. The degrees of Kevin Bacon, Kevin Bacon are actual people. people. Okay. You can, All right. You can be like, this idea was the same. This, I get where you're going, but no. This reference was made. No. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Then it's not as bad. Rachel also tries to do that when she's trying to seduce Joshua in the cheerleading <laughs> outfit. Yeah. And that's really bad. Oh God. That's yeah. such an embarrassing episode. How did I miss this up this in flash? Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, Tiana. <laughs> I cried. It was so good. This was much like, different vibe than you gave me. Dude. And well, longer too. Two hours and 22 minutes. Do you want to talk about your viewing experience? Yeah. Let me talk about this because <laughs> you guys, I was so jazzed. I was like, all right, this is on HBO max. Like I've got a subscription, like let's go. So Great on a movie. Oh, perfect. Let's watch this. So on Monday or no, I'm sorry. On Sunday, April 30th, I'm like watching it. And then I'm like getting busy and I'm, I'm just thinking, okay, I'll just start watching the rest of it tomorrow. So HBO got rid of it May 1st. <laughs> they lost the contract to it. And it goes over to AMC plus and I'm like, fuck, what do I do? So <laughs> I'm, having, wars. I'm having to text my sister being like, don't panic. I'm on our Amazon prime, which we all share. And I'm like, I'm doing a free trial for AMC Plus. It's for the podcast. It's fine. I'll delete it. Which I I'm, had to do that with Paramount Plus to watch my movie. Right. And now I'm realizing that I don't think I deleted it. So oh. now I got to go and make sure I delete it. <laughs> Jeez Louise. So I had to get on AMC Plus, watch the rest of it. But anyways, that was my viewing experience. What's, what did you think? Did you like it? Oh my God. It was amazing. It's, 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 a criti- it's like a piece of like art and it's not one of those movies that you're like because okay so it's set originally it starts in the 40s mm-hmm. so it's a movie done in the 90s talking about the 40s mm-hmm. 50s and 60s so it's not like oh this is so dated or anything honestly like i think if this would have gotten released now if it had a little bit more character backstory and a little bit more character arc in some places i think it would be totally fine now there's no room for character arcs in that one. I mean, what do you mean? There is a full character arc. There, There is character arc in some places. I think that there could be more. With but, what? But not the main characters. The main characters have so much character arc and backstory. Yeah. But like some of the side characters. When, I mean, oh. Red. Oh, Red. Love him. But Morgan Freeman, who plays Red. Mm-hmm. Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins is kind of eerie. You could it. see like... um. Tom Hanks playing this role, couldn't you? Totally, totally. But okay, so Tim Robbins does a good job. It just, I knew how the, I know the big thing that happens. Like, I, spoiler alert: if you haven't watched Shawshank Redemption, I'm about to reveal the big reveal. So <laughs> turn off now. But basically, Tim Robbins gets life for a, Andy, a, right? Yes, Andy allegedly murdering his wife and her lover. Mm-hmm. He didn't actually do it. Mm-hmm. And, but they don't, they don't give me enough to like say like a hundred percent. I wish that they would have but gone into didn't. that. He didn't do he it. He didn't do it. But I wish they would have given me, me a little bit more. Um, so he's in prison for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this whole story of how he deals with prison and in the forties mm-hmm. and it's, it's wild. It's in Chicago. Or that it's I in, couldn't tell you. I think it's in Illinois somewhere that they're supposedly at. But anyways, he took 20 years to 
dig a hole through his wall Mm -hmm. and escapes through the sewer tunnels to freedom and runs away to Mexico. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't know, there was just... Wait, it wasn't Red. It was Brooks. Brooks Brooks was here. So Brooks was another character who spent like... 50 years in prison and then they release him and then he's left to his own devices, doesn't know how to handle the world because he hasn't been in the world in 50 years and everything's really fast and crazy. And Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, it was just, that was hard because he ends up taking his own life and because he just can't handle the outside world. And it's just heartbreaking. But then you're like, oh my God, is Morgan Freeman going to have the same experience? Cause they do the same thing. They mm-hmm. finally release him. Cause he's about to get released. Yes. And he's out in the real world and he kind of sees the things that Brooks was talking about, but because he knew where Andy, Tim Robbins went, he went back to that friendship and then they reunite on the beach. I, I oh. want to, I want to imagine that they built a really light, like thriving business and like became boomer businessman that's exactly what i was thinking is like i just want to imagine them sitting in their chairs like on a boat every day like having a beer at the end of the day together like oh Mm. i cried i cried it was a really really good movie it's like cinematic like it's in it's in it's one of the best movies ever made in my opinion i know i can't believe i hadn't seen it it's so good i know so i got my degrees of kevin bacon so okay So in the movie, there are a bunch of different guards. Mm -hmm. One of the like smaller guards, his name is like Deputy Trout, I think is his character Mm -hmm. name. He's played by a man named Paul McCrane. And Paul McCrane plays, uh, I think, what's his name? Um, Rocky Romano, I think is his name on ER. Anyways, he's one of the doctors. He's like the asshole on ER, Mm -hmm. um, which I could go into like all of his stuff in ER, which is really interesting. But anyway, so he's on ER. We got Noah Wiley and George Clooney oh, on ER. ER. They are guest stars nice. on Friends. Boom! I think you win in like degrees. Yeah, but I think that bacon. we just win for getting the degrees. Yeah. The, yeah, it took me a while. <laughs> but you made it and that's all that matters. Yeah. So I like doing this movie thing. We should do it again at the end of season two. I like it. Okay. So if you guys have, um, give us some suggestions of nineties movies. If you want to go eighties, we'll consider it, but we're like two thousands. Cause we're, oh, yeah. well, we're still in, we're still in the nineties, I guess. And friends let's stick to nineties. Yeah. Nineties. We'll consider some late eighties, but if you want to give us some suggestions of movies, we'll put them in our back pocket and maybe in mm-hmm. our end of season two wrap up, we'll do something similar. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for listening. That was our little mini-sode movie pop culture hour. Um, you can email us, don't take my wind at gmail.com. Send us any movie references. If you can do more degrees of Kevin Bacon, connect our movies back to friends faster than we can, please tell us because we would love to be corrected. So that's all. We will, I think we're going to take one week off. Yep. And then we'll be back starting May, no, June. 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 I think first Wednesday in June is when Pivot drops. Happy Pride Month, y'all. Woohoo! All right. Bye. Bye.